Welcome to The Rework with Allison Tyler-Jones, a podcast dedicated to inspiring portrait photographers to uniquely brand, profitably price, and confidently sell their best work. Allison has been doing just that for the last 15 years, and she's proven that it's possible to create unforgettable art and run a portrait business that supports your family and your dreams. All it takes is a little rework. Episodes will include interviews with experts from in and outside of the photo industry, mini workshops, and behind-the-scenes secrets that Allison uses in her portrait studio every single day. She will challenge your thinking and inspire your confidence to create a profitable, sustainable portrait business you love through continually refining and reworking your business. Let's do the rework. My guest today has taken an amazing journey from shooting photo sessions on the weekends for $65 to being a bi-coastal entrepreneur, making multi six figures in multiple businesses with her wedding photography and her education. And I can't wait for you to hear the ray of sunshine that is Ray Whitney. She is going to share with us how she made it all happen using bold moves and crazy discipline. Well, hello, hello, Miss Ray Whitney. Hi, Allison. Thank you so much for having me. I am so thrilled to have you. We met earlier this year on Clubhouse with Miss Audrey Woolard running her room over there. Yes. And I just loved your energy and your sparkle. And I follow you on Instagram. I'm just a tiny bit obsessed with your you have got the most beautiful face <laughs> and oh <my> <laughs> you're just, you just know how to work it. So anyway, and I, I just love your energy and I wanted to have you on to, to speak about just all the things about our industry, photographers valuing themselves and all the things you want to talk about. But I would love for you to introduce yourself, kind of talk about how long you've been doing, what you've been doing, what you're doing, all the things. Yes, absolutely. So Hey guys, my name is Ray Whitney. I am a wedding photographer and a photography business coach. In the middle of that, I also shoot portraits as well. And that would include like engagement, branding, and I don't even want to say families, but it's like about to be fall. So <laughs> kind of gearing you might, up for me. You might do that. If, if in between yeah. a wedding or two, you might, you might do that. I might do that. I might do that. Especially my reoccurring families. I, I love them so much. But yes, I have had the business going on 10 years and this is my sixth year full time. And so I like to believe I'm kind of like an OG. I don't know. I'm feeling, I'm feeling like the, with the newer young with Instagram, <laughs> there's, it's just such a cyclical business, but I love it. I love being a photographer. I feel like I was born to do this. I was born to teach and inspire and motivate other people and just like, this is who I am. So it's just a really cool life that I'm living. Um, I love it. And, yeah. Yeah. I, I literally got started as a photographer. I just had an interest, like I've always had an interest in photographs in imagery. Like since I was a little girl, um, I've always loved the camera and just was obsessed. And, you know, truly I took a class in like 2011. Um, I had a DSLR. I didn't know you know much about it, but I took a class to learn more about it and learn that photography is numbers. Yeah. And so it, everything clicked for me. I'm a numbers girl. My mother was a mathematician and I really? went to school for finance and accounting. Yes. 
You so went to the, school for finance and accounting. Yes, I did. I, I did love it. Howard University love for it. business finance and then went and got my accounting degree. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So um, that is so unusual because I don't know. I mean, I've, I've heard of some electrical engineers getting into photography and I've heard of some other people that are more, you know, than the creative, but that is so cool. So did that give you a super leg up like on setting up your business? Honestly, I think the, in the long term, yes, because I learned that I was actually like really naturally good at business and kind of in a sense, marketing and, you know, doing it. I, when I started, I literally had no idea about the world, the professional world of photography. <laughs> I had no idea. Like my family, we took pictures of JCPenney's here and there. You know what I mean? Sure. Like it wasn't, I didn't know. And so, man, I've learned so much. I think my first photography, like big experience was WPPI. I think the first time I went was like, I think it was 2013. And I was just like, what in the world? Wow. You know, <laughs> yes. like this is, this is so cool. And, um, since then I've, you know, just, well, let's I've, talk about WPPI 2021. There was a new speaker on that ah! stage and, uh, that little girl that was there in 2013. Did she think that eight years later she was going to be, no. is that math? Yeah, no, is that math right? Eight, two thousand. Yeah, no, you did. That was right. It was dead okay. on eight years. Yeah. No, I, I mean, speaking this year. Yeah. Oh my gosh, Allison. Was that say, a moment? It was a moment. It was such a moment. It was literally a dream come true. Almost so much so that I almost like psyched myself out a little bit on stage. <laughs> yes. you know, you're just it's like, not hard to do. Yeah, it's not hard to do when people are like just dead staring at you and, you know, <laughs> but it was so freaking cool. I think it was like 20... I want to say like 2018, I had a feeling at WPPI. I was like, I'm going to be on that stage. Like I'm okay. going to talk on stage, you know, and that was a goal. And, you know, just because I love, I love to teach. I love to help other people. I love to, my parents are both educators and I'm like, oh my gosh, I could do this. Like I could help other photographers build their businesses, be more confident, like understand what the crap they're doing, you know, yeah. Yeah. Um, because it is such a world and you're anything like me, I literally start off with passion. And now I'm running this, like I'm running multiple businesses, multiple six figure businesses. And it's just, it's awesome. It's amazing, but it's really a journey. And, and, um, there's so much to it. There's so much to it. Well, I, I love that. And I think that is actually a great direction to take this conversation because I can hear the passion and the excitement in your voice. And it's so cute because you're, to me, you're, you're like, oh, you know, 10 years I've been, I feel like I've been in so long, but you're, to me, you're like a baby, not meaning how long you've been in the industry, but like, you look so young. I mean, I don't know. Like, I think I thought you're like 25. So I'm like, did you start when you were 15? Like, I don't know. <laughs> anyway, no, 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 no. Maybe a little bit older than that, but. Yeah. But I think let's explore the idea of like that idea of dreams and goals and kind of setting intention for obviously I think you came into the industry how most of us did is we love photography, we want to do photography, we love to create imagery and all of that. But then all of a sudden people are wanting you to do it and saying they'll pay you. And then how does that evolve? And then how do we set goals around that? Not just photography goals, but also our dreams for you set a goal in 2000. You, First time WPPI 2013 and 2018, I'm going to be on that stage. 2021, you are on that stage. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, I think sometimes what I'm seeing now is that people are really trying to rush the journey. Like they, mm. they see other photographers or they see these different quote unquote milestones. Instagram and social media just really plays into this, right? Like you sure. see 
highlight reels of people's lives and, you know, whatever their businesses and, um, People are just like aspiring to be that next, you know, to be where other people are. And I'm just like, that really enjoy your journey because when you think about setting goals, someone else's goal for their business will vastly differ from my goal for my business sure. and, you know, where I want to go based on just my likes and my interests and things. And I think maybe within the last like three or four years, I've really leaned into this. Because when I was really getting into weddings, getting into more luxury weddings, I had a lot of my girl, a lot of my photographer girlfriends, we were all doing the same thing, you know, and it was like, we were going after that, you know, hungrily. And then you look up and it's like, okay, this is your life. You've reached these milestones. And then what happened was all of our goals started to become very different. And it's like, dang, okay, like now I have to individually define my own kind of business goals without looking at like the trajectory of other people around me. Mm. And to me, that's what entrepreneurship is. Like that's when the rubber meets the road. Like I think about my photography journey started very organically. I just was love to take pictures. Then I was like, okay, I'm going to do this professionally or whatever. I'm going to make a little money, whatever. Sure. And so I was charging $50, $65 for a shoot and just really having a good time. Like it became this aside hustle. I was working in internal audit for a nonprofit in DC and photography was like the side thing that I just fell in love with. And before I looked, you know, I looked up and I was like shooting every weekend. Right. So at every level, there was different goals. Like maybe early on, it was like, well, I'm just going to book someone at $65 or $75 a shoot. Right. And then maybe as I grew, it was like, okay, now I want I remember my rebrand was such a big moment. Like now I want to create this professional website that's really brand down and niche down and create a different experience. So that's a different goal. And what did that look like when you did that? So you started off kind of, like you're saying, side hustle, just really portfolio building in a way, getting paid paid to portfolio build. That would work. Then you decided to like, okay, this is a thing. We're going to do the thing. And so what did you decide that it was? Was it weddings? It was weddings. Okay. So... Really in deciding the the niche, the niche or whatever, however you say it, I really started to think about things that I didn't like, that I was doing, Mm -hmm. I was getting asked to do, but I didn't like Mm -hmm. or enjoy, right? There was no creativity. Like I went to Howard, had a lot of, I still have a lot of Howard clients, but early on they were like, oh, you can shoot this party and you can shoot this Mm -hmm. thing. I was doing it, you know, but I was like, I don't need to be here. This is not. You didn't love events. I didn't love them. I didn't feel creative. I just kind of felt like a lady with the camera that people like to kind of chase. You know what I mean? Like here, go take this, go get, go over there and get them. They're they're at the table. Go get them, go get them, go get them. Okay. Yes. Yep. And then I didn't love babies. You know, I didn't have any neither. Yes. And it was just like, Ooh, this is a lot. And when I worked with couples, I really loved it. I loved that I could Mm -hmm. like give them direction. I loved that I could play up emotion in a shot. And also really loved like this newness of the season that engaged couples were in. And, you know, usually the first time that they've ever had a professional photo shoot, like it just was like they were excited. And and I I felt that and I loved it. And so I was like, okay, I'm going to do weddings. And you're so, it's so obvious that you love it because I mean, the work, I think it's so obvious that you love it. Those engagements are, you can feel that love in every single one of your images. I, I, I can feel that. that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's a lot of fun. And then once I knew that it's like, okay, what is the type of client that I want to attract mm. um, and have in front of the camera? I love a good outfit, a good look, a good mm-hmm. fashion, you know, not 
heavily fashion, but I love like polished and modern and clean. I'm a Nordstrom girl through and through. So like I wanted to attract clients that really embodied that, you know? And how did you set that intention? How did you... Like, yeah. what, what did that look like for you? Yeah. I mean, with the rebrand, this was 2015. I will never forget it. My brand designer at the time, her name is Brittany Janine. She doesn't do brand design anymore. She's actually a coach for, um, you know, she's actually my coach right now, but it's funny how everything is full circle, but yeah. she did, did the rebrand and she really taught me about branding, you know? So she really had me do some visualization and really kind of come up with the look and the feel that this client embodied from their outfit to their hair, to their nails, to what do they, what they desired, like what kind of imagery can I show that they really connected with, you know, on social mm-hmm. and that type of thing. Where do they shop? What do they do to hang out? Um, you know, who were they really? And so that helps me really define like this kind of identity, this brand identity and the direction I wanted to go. And then she played on that with like the colors of my brand and like, you know, the design. It was just really at the time it elevated everything. Mm-hmm. Right. I made you I look had, bigger than you were. Oh man. Yeah. And yep. so I had found my style pretty well. I think, you know, you're always always ever evolving in that. I think photographers, I think that's what makes the best photographers are people that are always staying a student to the craft, you know, sure. But the rebrand just kind of really elevated it. And I started to attract those type of clients, those type of weddings, those people that kind of saw me in that way. And so that really was a big pivotal moment for me. I think, you know, going back to goal setting, when, when I did the rebrand, the top of 2015, I knew, okay, the goal, let's book 12 weddings, right? And let's have an average, I think at the time, it was probably somewhere between 35 and 4,000. And so you set those goals, you know what I mean? You outline the different venues you want to shoot at. Do your kind of market research to really identify where are you going with it? What do you want? And how do we kind of set some benchmarks in place to track those things? And yeah, so... Yeah, <laughs> I love that. Well, so many of us have been in business a while, have done you know a rebrand or a yeah. you know shift or whatever. So, what did that look like beyond new logo, maybe a new website, mm-hmm. maybe your social feed started looking a little bit different? Were you doing anything differently as far as trying to attract that ideal luxury client that you were looking for? Yeah, for sure. Um, at this time, I was being kind of having conversation with some publications for paid advertising. There is a publication by the name of Munaluchi and it's for ethnic or multicultural ethnic weddings. And what is that again? How do you spell that? It's Mm -hmm. M-U-N-A-L-U-C-H-I. I'll Mm -hmm. link to that in the show notes. Okay. Yeah. 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 So I did paid advertising with them and They are one of the top publications for multicultural weddings. There's some other pages and platforms out there as well that are just as beautiful, but Munaluchi, you know, they had a gold standard. Yeah, kind of a gold standard in a sense. So that was perfect. So I did that right after the rebrand to really help kind of catapult my name and, and my face in front of more people. And so then they would, I, I was featured on their website. They would do some social media reposts or for posting it. and things like that. And even some blog features. That was another big thing that I definitely did was really trying to place my work in certain exclusive blogs or publications online that I knew my ideal client would be looking at for mm-hmm. inspiration. So just 
matching a plan, some type of strategy in order to attract this ideal client and and kind of pull them into your world, your website, your social platforms and things like that. So that was definitely a piece of it. And to be honest, you know, I'm not in a rebrand right now, but I am slated for one. (laughs) Like January, 2022, it's like I'm working on some foundational stuff. And so what that looks like for me now is really identifying where the new set of goals, right? Like where do you want to go? Who do you want to attract? I started my business in DC. Now I'm in Houston. And so for the last kind of three years, I've been bi-coastal and it's been amazing, but it's a lot. Yeah, <laughs> and it's so, a lot. Yeah. So now I'm like just re kind of redefining that, what that looks like, really defining myself in Houston as a wedding photographer, as a portrait photographer, um, as well as a photography business coach, you know, mm-hmm. and having that be a forefront of it, you know, in the brand. So it's just, it's a lot of like foundational things to get clear on the business well, model. Well, in your life, right? Your like life. how do you want to live, you know, because yes. you've got a lot of irons in the fire and you interact with a lot of photographers. And so, you know, I can hear, I think anybody listening to you can hear in your voice, like you are motivated, like you got like 16 irons in the fire. We're here, we're here. We're by call store doing 55 things, you know, all of that. And you've got the energy. What do you feel like? I guess what I'm hearing in your voice is no matter what Ray decides she's doing, it's happening. Like we're just going to do this and we're not going to worry about all the things that might stand in the way. What do you feel like as you educate, as you talk with other photographers, what do you think are some of the biggest things holding them back from maybe pursuing their own goals or from reaching those goals that you know that they want, that they want to be able to do that? What's holding them back from that? Great question. I mean, for sure, the first thing comes to mind is like not having their blinders on, being so focused on other photographers. (laughs) I've been there. Like I literally have been there. I remember the days where there were certain photographers I was just waiting to meet in person, waiting for them to validate my work, like yeah. it, comment or whatever, um, looking at all of the venues they shot at and how they did this and all of that. I was so in love and, you know, not focusing on what was actually happening for me in my life, in my business. And so I think that that's one thing that really holds them back because what happens is you look left and right, and then you go down this like downward spiral of feeling horrible and about yourself and not loving your work and not, you know what I'm saying? Like not really. I do. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Well, it's almost like you need to put your blinders on. You actually need to get in your own lane and quit looking at, I mean, we're influenced. Of course we see what other people are doing, but rather than spending the time looking and comparing I kind of had to quit looking at other people's stuff for a while Yeah, Yeah, because I found that I was too influenced by it. And so then I would think, oh, I need to be doing that. Oh, I need to be doing that rather than just like, okay, quit looking at it. And how do I really like this bride for you would be, you know, this bride and groom is in front of me. How do I see that for me? It would be this family's in front of me. How do I think this should be rather than how do I think what somebody else thinks it should be? Because honestly, a lot of times you could be making a new standard for right. influencing a whole a ton of people that aren't even saying anything, you know? And I think that that's the way to look at it. And then, you know, so that's one thing that holds it back. Then also, I think too, as an entrepreneur, as a creative entrepreneur, in, in anything that you do new, you're going to be met with like doubt and mm-hmm. fear and people's opinions, mm-hmm. whether it's your family or your friends mm-hmm. or what 
they believe you should be doing, if they think you're going to be able to make money doing it, if they, whatever, right? And so that then holds people back because they're like, just not having the right people around them or also just like not acknowledging all of the mental shifts that you have to take to do this new thing. Like it has to happen. (laughs) It it just, it's going to, the doubt and the fear is going to happen at every level, every level. But it's like, once you really start to acknowledge that and lean into it, you know, you don't let it paralyze you. Right. Well, and I think about, I think I might've told the story before, but my daughter-in-law is just so confident. Like she is just so confident. And I came out one day dressed for church and I had like a, you know, a a Navy blouse with like a black skirt and kind of had the whole Navy black thing going on. And I'm like, I don't know if Mesa, Arizona church is ready for the black and Navy combo. Like, I think that I might be getting judged about this. And she's like, oh no, we set the tone. We set the tone. We do not worry about what other people are doing. Yes. And I just thought, you know, um, I kind of think of myself as a confident person, but that one word, that one sentence, I have thought that whenever I doubt or think anything, I'm just thinking, yeah, well, I'm not living anybody else's life. Like if I'm going to live my best life, I need to be living my life, not Ray's best life or somebody else's best life. How do I want to do it? You know? Yes. I and agree. I think your point that always there is going to be some kind of resistance when you try something new, whether it's in your own self of like self-doubt or somebody in your world. And it can even be people that are close to you. And I think that is very something not talked about very often. Yeah. It, and yeah. Very dispiriting. You know, did you have any of that? Or do you know that you've had students that have had that? Like oh my gosh, yes. I, I still battle with it, right? Like it's always gonna come up. I don't know. I posted a reel yesterday and I literally have been sitting on that reel for, I don't know, three weeks, four weeks. Like, oh, how am I going to share this, you know, location announcement? Is this good? My voice cracks in it. I mean, I'm just being fully vulnerable here, but my voice cracked in it. And I'm like, oh, like what, you know, dang, whatever, all of the things. But then I'm just like, girl, you're not moving forward. You're, you're still have this thing on this to-do list. You know, you got to put it out there. You know, you've shared it with your best friend. She's like, it's so cute, you know, and yeah, but it happens at every level. So it's just like, I'm learning to understand, like learning how to acknowledge the feelings or the thought that I have and like, let it be, but then also know that I have to work through this. Like I have to keep going, you know, and that yeah. might look like sitting on a rail for three weeks or, you know, just kind of isolating yourself or quiet time for like three or four days, whatever it looks like to you, that's okay. But just as long as you get on the other side of it is the piece, like, and don't let it stop you, you know, don't yes. let that feeling or those thoughts with you end up quitting or you, you know what I mean? Like sure. you're not showing up, I think. Well, or that you just ma- keep the making the forward progress because we all think we suck. Yeah. You know? I mean, right. it's like your favorite wedding is this afternoon at 3 PM. That's going to be your favorite wedding, right? Yes. But my favorite shoot, my favorite portrait session is the one I'm shooting on Monday, you know, because yeah. our critical eye is going to always outstrip our ability you know, because we always have a better critique, right? We can yes. see better than we actually are able to do at the time, which I don't know why it is like that, but it is. It's hindsight. It's like hindsight is twenty twenty always. Yeah, like yeah. always. But it's okay. I think in the moment is where magic happens. And it's like really finding that fine line between self-critiquing and then also just giving yourself grace. You know what I mean? Yes. Like, man, I did the best I could. You know what I mean? Yep. And... Yeah, just kind of like letting it be, especially with weddings. Oh my gosh. My gosh. I could just like sit up 
three hours after a 10 hour wedding day and just sit there and think about all the things that like, oh man, if I would have done this, oh dang, this, that, this, that, that, you know? Yeah. Like it's the, just like, mainly, usually it's like if the groom's mom hadn't been a complete freak, like is right. that usually my experience in the, my short wedding season of my life. <laughs> why I quit shooting it because I was like oh my gosh it's so much yeah it's It's so much yeah Yeah, it's so much it's so much but I think what I'm hearing is that things weren't perfect things were hard I mean obviously you moved your complete life to another city had to completely restart again is that true or did you already have clients there I have a few I definitely had a few but very few but the thing is is that when I decided to move, I had already in 2018, I moved January. I had already had a full calendar of weddings for 2018. Okay. In a sense, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. So but, the, because the wedding is further out. So you at least yeah. knew that you had that income. So that gave you a, like a year ahead of time to be able to go in and market in a new market. Is that what yeah. you're saying? Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, but it takes longer than a year to market in a new market. Like 100%. You know what I mean? Like I had to also remind myself that it took me like seven, eight years to build up what I built in DC with a Howard market. You know, Howard is right there. It's right down the street. So coming to Texas was just going to take some time. And the sacrifice was flying, flying back and forth, back and forth. But it's like now, three years later, Texas is definitely picking up and I'm at a place where I'm like, okay, let's just, let's just like do more Texas and less flying and, you know, take that mm-hmm. risk. You're looking so, at your life again. Like, oh how do God. I want to live? My life again. How do, do I, I want to be in a plane 90% of my life? Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yep. That's it. But it's like, the best thing is that I have the ability to create this life that I live. Yeah. Like I remind myself that like you've made Ray Whitney photography, you made photobombing, you did these things, right? Like with ordered steps, of course, but like you've done this. And so you can do it again and again and again in a new way. And it's just, but it's scary, you know, like. At well, one that's huge. Yeah. Sorry. I have to interrupt you because that I think right there is a little bit of genius that I need to call out because why are we bad about, we don't celebrate the small wins and we always kind of have in the back of our mind, like, well, it worked then, but maybe that was a fluke. Mm, Maybe it's never going to work again. But what you're telling yourself, I think is so valuable. is like, no, I I did do it. I, I did. And then that worked. And there were things that didn't work about it, but like, I'm still here, right? We survived all the hard things. Like we're, we're here. We are here and we can do, and it's crazy. Yes. It's crazy how at one point, like photography was the thing that I was scared to do. And now it's my safe zone. Now it's like, are you sure you want to, you know, do like coaching and you know what I mean? Like, are you sure you want to do more of this thing? Like photography, this is the comfort zone. But at one point it was not the comfort zone. Exactly. Like that is so crazy to me. So it's like, it shows me that like, you have to keep evolving and changing and moving outside of the comfort zone, especially as an entrepreneur. It is essential. 2020 taught us that. (laughs) Well, and just stretching that you're continually learning because I think, especially when you get comfortable in anything, so say photography or weddings, like you could probably shoot a wedding with your I like not really literally close, but kind of well, you could like, you just yeah. know that, you know, the drill, you know, yes. the day, you yes. know, who you need to talk to, you knew yes. you know, where those people need to be. You need to know that the hair and makeup people are going to ruin your life. So you got to get on their side. You got to yes. get like all that. Yes. Happening. 
So that's not hard for you to do anymore. So then it's like, well, then where am I stretching? Where am I growing? How am I making my life interesting, moving into other areas? I love that. Yeah, no, it's it's so essential. And I, you know, I just think it's all a journey and like, it's like ever moving targets and things like that. And I know for me, I want to do this for years. I want to be an entrepreneur. I don't belong working for anybody else. Like, you know, I want yeah. to do this. I want to have an abundant life. I want to live life with freedom. I want to live a life where I'm able to create and inspire and motivate. And so like, okay, that takes bold moves and sure. crazy discipline, but it's so worth it. It's really worth it. So I love that bold moves and crazy discipline and being open to serendipity too, because yeah. obviously where you started 10 years ago or whenever you exactly started when you were 50, $65 and on a weekend, yeah. you're in a very different place right now. Very different place right now. Very different place. Yep. But it, it you know, it's, I like to attribute it to, of course, hard work. I'm a woman of faith. I truly feel like God has led me here. He has ordered my steps in this business. So that's an honor, like really using my gifts and then also investing in like different programs and like where I'm stuck and things that I need to learn and like things that I don't know that I don't even know that I don't know. It's such a world. And, you know, in my mind, I always tell myself, I'm like, Ray, I'm going to be okay because if there's one thing that I'm going to do is I'm going to learn. Like I'm going to learn and I'm going to like apply, which also means that I'm going to fail at some things, but like, at least I'm not going to like just stay stuck in whatever. It's just, that's just not who I am. I love learning. And I, and I think that that has like truly, truly changed the game for me as a creative entrepreneur. So comparison is death. Yes. Fear not realizing that it's normal to be scared. that when you try something new, that it's normal to be scared. So that you're just going to have to do anything worth doing is worth doing scared. We're just yes. going to have to do that. And then I love, I am also a woman of faith. And so I love that, that I feel whether you believe that it's God or the universe or whatever, that really, I do feel like everything is working together for our good. For our um, good. I think some of us are born with innately more challenges than others. And certainly there's privilege and certainly there's not, you know, but I think as we open ourselves to a journey and open ourselves to like, I think what you're saying is so you've invested in yourself, you've believed in yourself and you've done it scared. Yeah. I've done it scared. Yeah. Yep. And bold moves and crazy discipline. I, I just yes, love that. Moves. Yep. And I wasn't always the best in the room. Like, let's be clear. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and I'm still not always the best in the room, but I think that also is what makes me sharp. Like I mm-hmm. want to be around like other really skilled entrepreneurs, other really skilled photographers. Like I just eat it all up, you know? And so again, that's just that learning. This is that learning piece that I'm going to always kind of just be tapped into. Well, I love yeah. that not always the best in the room because I think that shows that you're smart because what's the quote? When you find out that you're the smartest person in the room, it's time to find it's a new room. To find another room. So yeah. if you've always, that shows that you're always evolving because at some point you were the smartest person in the room and you were the yeah. best. Yeah. And you just found a new Found a, a new, new room. circle. Yeah, a new room, a new and, room. And I yeah. think people sometimes think of that as like, I mean, when I first heard that, I thought, well, that's kind of like, what you're cashing in your friends and I'm too cool for you, but it's really not that. It's just that you're constantly leveling up. You're constantly looking for how can I rework things and how can I level up my own, my own game? I'm not worried about what anybody else is doing. I'm setting my own tone, moving forward in my own life, in my own way, with my own faith, however that is. And 
and not really worried about what anybody else is doing, but doing the best of my ability compared to me a year ago. Yes. Me versus me. I'm like, if people could really just like, and, and be inspired, right? Connect, learn, grow. Cause I, I can't say don't pay attention to other people, but don't obsess right. over other people. Right. Like just can ring it, you know, some of my students, they can just ring it down. They're like, you know, this photographer and this, and you see this, and you see that. I'm like, what? No, I don't I have no idea what you're talking about. And right. like, that's awesome. And that's good. But like, let's hone it back in. What about you? You know what I mean? Yes. Like, where are we, what are you doing? Where where are you going? Like what's next? You know what I'm saying? And so be inspired and be motivated, but always like learn to really love also your work and where you are and your business. Cause you know, it's worth loving. <laughs> it's worth, and I, that's harder. That's so much easier said than done. Right. Like there are sure. obviously days when I'm just like, Oh my God, am I <laughs> okay, here we go. Yep. Working on the business again. But when I just really take a moment and think about it, like, man, this is a sweet life. Like, this is a sweet life. It's hard. It's hell. It's hard. Sure. But it's sweet because I do this. I run it. I control it. I, yeah. you know, I the sky is the limit. Yeah. If we hate our schedule, we only have one person to look at. Only one person. That. Right. If you double book yourself, it's you did it. Okay. Yeah. 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 So it's like, no I mean, when, I, when I find myself hating, you know, like, oh my gosh, what did I do? You just are like, um... Exactly who is responsible for this. That would be you. Always me. Yeah. Always yeah. me. And that, that that sucks. But hey, that's a part of the learning. That's the growth curve right there is like acknowledging like it's always you. It's always on you. And so until you can either hire, delegate or, you know, just take hard lessons and, and learn and move forward. This is, where, this is what you got to do. It's just it's always on you. It's always on you. So. I know. That's the good news and the bad news. The good news and the bad entrepreneurship. News. Sure. Yes, totally. Totally. So, well, I love that. Well, thank you so much. I appreciate your like welcome. sunny personality and your encouragement. I think when people listen to this, they're just going to feel like a shot of energy, a shot of like a ray of energy. I love it. Yes. Okay. Feel it. <laughs> yes. I love it. And tell our listeners where they can find you. What you've got something big coming up and you've got, did you say photobomb Academy or what? Yeah. Tell me what you're doing. Give me yes. the right Absolutely. So Photobomb Academy is like my digital education platform where I help to make your photos and your business bomb. It's just what I do is who I am. And so coming up, I'm hosting a live workshop retreat for photographers, very intimate here in Houston, Texas. So that's November 14th through the 16th. Super excited. This is my first multi-day workshop. And so I'm curating just a beautiful experience for my attendees, really looking forward to that. And then I will be opening the enrollment for my Elevate Accelerator, uh, which is my six-month group coaching photography program. And it's basically for intermediate to advanced photographers that want to make consistent 10K months in their business. They're probably at a point where they need to really step into the CEO role and define their goals, really create the plan and probably delegate some tasks off of them. And so that's what Elevate is. I'm super excited about it. We'll be starting in December and going through May. So just all the things. Yes. And, and on Instagram, what's your Instagram handle? Yeah, people can find me on Instagram at Ray Whitney. And Ray is spelled R-H-E-A. Ray Whitney is my handle. Photobomb Academy is on IG too, but honestly, I have not even posted on there. But okay. just connect with me on Ray Whitney and let me know that you came from the podcast. I would love to connect and just chat. 
I love it. Well, we'll link to all of that in the show notes and to all of your things. And Ray, I know that you're so busy and you have a wedding today. And I just really appreciate you taking the time for me. And it was just a pleasure. This was so good, Allison. I can, I'm really excited to share with my audience and just motivate others to keep going, keep going. You've got this. It's hard, but that's normal. Bold um, moves so and crazy discipline. Bold moves and crazy discipline. I just Ooh. renamed this episode. It's bold there. moves and crazy discipline. Love I it. love it. That's perfect. That is so perfect. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you so much, Ray. I appreciate You're you. welcome. You can find more great resources from Allison at dotherework.com and on Instagram at do.the.rework.